You're listening to the Traffic and Leads Podcast, where we examine what is and isn't working in online marketing. Now, please welcome your host, online marketing expert, One Click Lindsay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Traffic and Leads Podcast. I'm your host, One Click Lindsay. Today is a really fun episode. I interviewed Mr. Nick Usborne with conversational copywriting, and it was a really great episode. So if you struggle with copywriting and you feel all gross when you're writing the sales emails and you're pushing hard and you're telling people this offer is going to expire in two seconds unless you click on this, We all have been there, and I know many of you are so uncomfortable with that form of copywriting. You guys are going to want to listen to this episode. Nick was a great guest, and he totally knows his stuff. He has been writing copy since I graduated from high school. Yeah, that's right. He's been writing copy for that long. Okay, so... Before we dive into that interview with Nick, let me do a quick announcement. Once again, my name is One Click Lindsay. I'm with trafficandleads.com. If you want never ending traffic and leads to your small business through digital marketing, make sure you reach out to us today. And if you don't think you can afford an expensive consultant like myself or a team to run everything for you, guess what? I have an answer for you. If you go out to trafficandleadsmembership.com, this is the perfect place for you to be if you cannot afford an expensive consultant. If you join this program, which is only $97 a month through the end of December, you will get my team, we will hold your hand through all of your digital marketing tasks. There are tons of challenges. There are trainings. There is hot seats. There is so much to be found in the Traffic and Leads membership program. So if you are drowning in digital marketing, you don't know which direction to go. You don't know what to do. And you're so confused. I'm telling you, the Traffic and Leads membership program is just for you. All right. That's my commercial for today. Let's hop over to conversational copywriting. Nick, welcome to the show. So excited to have you on today. Likewise. Thank you for the invitation. I'm happy to be yeah. here. Yeah. So before we dive in and get started, why don't you tell the audience a little bit about what you do? What I do? Well, I'm a, I'm a copywriter. Next year is my 40th anniversary as a professional copywriter, uh, which, which either indicates a lot of staying power or a total lack of imagination. But uh, I've been, I've been <laughs> doing the same doing the same thing for 40 years now. So that's my thing, copywriting. And I've been writing, I've been writing and copywriting online full time since 1997. Wow. I would not, I would not think somebody who has been in the copywriting business for 40 years would have a lack of imagination. So I don't think that's what it is. (laughs) That's just me though. So when we talk about copywriting, do you do copywriting for emails or for landing pages or for blogs? What kind of copywriting do you specialize in? I, I've, I've never really specialized in that way. Um, I've like, when I started out, when I started out writing for the web back in 97, uh, I, I guess I recognized or I felt that the web was a very different medium for sales copy. Cause I used to write like before the web, direct mail, print advertisement, stuff like that. And the web came along and I suddenly realized, wow, this is a whole different place. This is a different space like old school copywriting is broadcast copywriting, traditional media stuff. 
Mm -hmm. uh, you know, writing for TV, a TV commercial is just spouting sales messages at an audience. The audience can't talk back. And the web changes that, right? Because the web is a two-way or a multi-way medium. And, and I like way back, I suddenly thought, wow, this is interesting because this calls for a different way to write. This calls for a different approach to copywriting when you're selling online. So that's actually been my thing. Is not so much specializing in a particular niche or type of copywriting by by medium like you know sales letters or email or whatever. My focus has been on helping companies and teaching companies and teaching writers on how to write in a more a conversational way, a way that is more appropriate to an interactive medium like the web. I love it. So did you have the same realization when social media came out and was a huge hit? Well, for sure. Um, like social media is, <laughs> is the most conversational of all media. It, it is by definition social and by definition almost conversational. Of course, the great irony and tragedy of social media is that most companies don't use it that way. Most companies use it as one more broadcast medium. Mm -hmm. uh, they buy, they buy ads and, and shout at their audience. I will go to a company's Facebook page and I'll see them using their posts to announce their sale or announce this or announce that. And then somebody, some member of the public is cheeky enough to add a comment underneath. Does the company bother to interact with that comment? Almost always no. Some companies do it really well. Most companies do it really, really badly. So that's one of my ongoing struggles is the fact that the online media are incredibly interactive. They invite conversation. They invite social interaction. And still, 20 years later, most companies just don't get it. They're, they're still writing and marketing in the old school broadcast way. Which is not as effective as what you teach. Fair enough? Uh, I don't think so. It, it kind of depends what you're looking at. It's, it's like the old relationship analogy. If you're after a one night stand, then sure for it. Go, you know, go for it. Go for the old school, you know. <laughs> Hard charging approach. If you're looking to not go for the one night stand, but you're going, you want to build a long term relationship, then yeah, your everything should change. Your your language should change. Your posture should change. What you say and how you say it should change. Yeah, I agree. So when you're teaching people how to write in a more conversational way, can you give us some tips? Can we kind of go into that? Teach the audience sure. a little bit about what it means to sell in a conversational way. Absolutely. Okay. So people, like, I get a lot of pushback from copywriters and marketers who say, hey, uh, there's a reason why copywriting is the way it is um, because that's what works. It's like you use sales copy techniques to sell at an audience and you're persuasive and you use all these tips and techniques and that's how you sell. Um, and it's always fun to listen to because most of the time I was writing copy before they were even out of school. So, cause, cause I, like, <laughs> you wrote the books I, on it. <laughs> right. So I know, I know that stuff. All right. I know what they're telling me, but what, what, what these guys don't think about is how persuasive conversation actually is. So, uh, I don't know. Do you, do you have kids? Yes. Do your kids ever persuade you that they want to do something? Of course. Like I want to go for a walk. I want a candy. I don't want to do this. So have you experienced how persuasive conversational language can be? I mean, we know it from our families, from our spouses, our kids. We know it from our friends. Let's go to this movie. No, let's go to that movie. And, and we start talking about it in conversation. 
And conversational language, when you particularly when you make some emotional connection with the with your audience, conversational language can be the most persuasive of all language, more persuasive than, than cleverly contrived sales copywriting. And that's what when people give me pushback, that's what they don't understand. They think when I talk about conversational copywriting that I'm talking about second best, that I'm talking about holding back, you know. Mm-hmm. Not firing on all cylinders and all that nonsense. And, and it's not true. They just don't get it. They just don't get the fact that if you actually engage with someone, you can be extremely persuasive with conversational language because when someone feels that you get them, if someone feels that you care about them, if someone feels that you're listening to them, it's, it's just like relationship 101, right? It's yeah. <laughs> if you talk to someone and they're listening to you, you listen back. And if someone communicates that they actually care about your experience, then your resistance goes down. Hey, the, the other side is if you, if you go to, if a car salesperson is pushing too hard at you, selling too hard at you, you can actually feel inside your body. You can almost feel your body chemistry shift and it does. Um, and you feel resistance. You feel like actually physically stepping back from that salesperson. We feel the same when someone comes to the front door trying to sell us something. We feel that, that we're, that there's a threat there. We want to step back. So all these defenses go up. But if I'm conversational with you, if I'm the opposite of a used car salesperson, it can be extremely disarming. If I, if I listen to you, if I indicate that I care about your life, your experience, um, that's disarming. And now your resistance goes down. You're more open to me. And I can say, look, I think I can help you with that. I think I have a solution for you. And then I will gently pitch my thing. And it's all in the preparation. Like if I prepare by pushing hard, you will put up defenses. If I prepare by treating you as a human being and speaking to you in a conversational tone rather than a sales tone, I'm going to be disarming. And then I can say, I can do this gentle segue of, hey, you know what? I think I might have something that could help with that. I like it. You make it seem so easy, but do you have any, do you have any examples in your pocket you can share with us? Like a this versus that? Sure. So if you are, if, if, if when you, when you're writing copies, so one, one of the things I do, and it's what I do with my students is what I do with myself is you write something. Let's say you're writing an email, take, print that email out, take it downstairs or, or, with a friend or your partner, or you can even do it to yourself in a mirror, but it's best if it's to someone else, like best of all, your mother. And <laughs> read out, read out your email, your sales copy. And if at any point reading this out to your mum, you feel like embarrassed or awkward, like, hey, mum, you know, I'm not really like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> when you read it out loud, everything changes. Like, so, so that to me is the best way to gauge conversational copy. And, and also, I, you know, I, I'll read some emails and I'll get emails from people who I know are really good conversational writers. And when you read that email out, it really is like a transcript of the spoken voice. It really is like you're hearing that person speak to you one-on-one. And this often means don't get hung up on the niceties of grammar. Because when we're talking in natural language, we, we, we don't freak out about grammar. We don't worry about splitting infinitives and hanging pronouns or whatever they're called. We just, we just talk. So don't freak out about grammar. Uh, keep everything simple. 
when you try and read out a long sentence with, you know, semicolons, I never use, I don't even know the rules for a semicolon, but I'd, I'd never use one anyway, because we wouldn't use one in spoken language. It just turns, it, it's like it becomes a complicated compound sentence that is awkward to read out loud. Hey, is, is, the weird thing is, is we all knew how to do this once. You know, you listen to some kids selling lemonade in the front yard, you know, the lemonade stand thing. Listen to a 17-year-old pitch that lemonade. They're perfect. They're perfect little salespeople. They're, they're genuine. They're enthusiastic. They use natural conversational language. And then what happens is that kid at school has that natural ability to write as if they were talking. It's almost like beaten out of you at school, right? You're, you're taught how to write to pass an exam. If you go to university, it gets even worse. You're taught how to write a thesis or you take a PhD and all of a sudden your language is incomprehensible to anyone but you and your professor. <laughs> yeah. you, get, you, get to, you go to work for a go to work for a consulting company and they'll teach you business language and that becomes even more incomprehensible. Or you'll take a take a copywriting course and they'll teach you the tips and tricks of the psychological advantages of ABC, and and now you just sound like some weird car salesperson. And it's like we forget that we actually all had this natural ability to talk and write persuasively. And, and it's always the simpler route. It's the shorter words. It's the shorter sentences. It's not freaking out about grammar. It's always imagining you are sitting across from the kitchen table with a person you actually care about. So in, it, it's, like, it's a little bit like the persona thing. Imagine who your prospect is. You know, who is that person? What's their age? What's their sex? What are their circumstances? Imagine that person sitting with you one-on-one. -on -one. You can't hide from each other. One-on-one -on -one across your kitchen table. You're having a cup of coffee. They're telling you about problems they have at home or work, if, whether you're B2C or B2B, and you are providing a solution, but you're doing it through conversation. You strip away all the sales nonsense, and you're persuasive just through being a human being who gives a damn. So it sounds like what you're saying is conversational copywriting is, is it fair to just categorize it as a less formal and yeah, I guess personal, less formal and more personal. Is that fair to say? Yeah, but it's, it's, it's kind of more than that. It's almost like the intention behind it is when you read it, certainly it feels less formal. But the, it's almost like the intention. Very often, like I used to be a direct response copywriter. I used to write junk mail back in the mm. day, back in my print. I'm sure day. I've seen your work. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you've thrown away my yeah, work. Yeah, that would have been a better um, joke. <laughs> I'm, yes, yeah, I'm, I'm sure, yes, I'm sure I've recycled your work. <laughs> it was much more valuable as recycled paper. So, so I know that stuff, right? I know it's not like I don't know how to do it. I do know how to do it, but it's full of tips and tricks and devices and the clever opening and the clever close and the, you know, it, it's almost, there's something almost adversarial about traditional copywriting. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. Yeah. But um, I want to close the sale. I want to win. I'm going to, I'm going to beat you into submission until you open your wallet. Do you think, do you think there is a world where you can be conversational yet salesy at the same time or just know in, in, in what you believe it needs to be just conversational and you, you like are not, you're like a magician who is not wearing sleeves. You have nothing going on. <laughs> Well, you do, but it's a whole different thing. It's the, it's, it's what your kids do to you when they want to stay up late. They're, they're still selling like crazy. 
but they're not sounding like marketers. No, that's true. That's like true. They're, they're just selling like passionate kids who want to stay up late to watch a movie. They don't, don't sound, they don't use business language. They don't use sales language, but they can be incredibly persuasive. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about second best or holding back. I'm just saying don't sound like a marketer. So how do we do that? We've been, we've been, we've been trained to do this. People view good sales pages with all the salesy language. What is your, so if I'm going to sit down and write my next amazing email to get people in the, my program, where, what do I do? Pretend I'm writing to my mom? Pretend you're writing to me. I could be your client, yeah. right? I could be your right. client. First of all, and care about me. Don't think about the dollars. Don't think about the conversion rates. Think about Nick and say, you know what? Nick's business, I think I could really help him. I think I could. And then you're going to write to me, again, as if you were sitting across the table from me, from me, looking me in the eye. You don't want to embarrass yourself by sounding like a kind of marketing jerk. You want to be the real you because you do care. You do have skills. You do have ways you can help me. So just tell me that. Share that with me. Yeah. And, and don't freak out. Don't freak out about the structure. Hey, and the worst thing, there's a certain type of copywriter who these guys absolutely understand the power of conversational mm -hmm. language. So what they, what they do is they use that. They use conversational language as one more trick and technique. And what they do is they will, I'll get an email saying, uh, Hey, Nick, buddy. They'll say, they'll say, uh, me and my kids were walking back from the beach this morning and I couldn't help but think about you. <laughs> you sound so disgusted. I, well, of course I am because I know they're lying through, I know they're lying through their teeth. I know that that email has been sitting in their automated email sequence bin for, you know, he, I know he wrote it six months ago and it goes out to everyone. But you know what's happening? He's just lying. Yeah. That guy is lying. He's masquerading as my Legit. buddy. He's masquerading behind conversational language. So I'm not saying use conversation. You see, they get it. These guys, they get the power of conversational language, the power of empathy, the power of being disarming. They're saying, hey, Nick, I'm like you. You know, hey, buddy, <laughs> I'm your friend. And you know, they're, they're just, they're, they're just full of bulldozing, right? I mean, it, you that, do, I can't see them from a mile oh. away. Yes, this is true, but you just sound so particularly right. disgusted by the word buddy. So, <laughs> oh, it's, it, it is. Hey, Nick, buddy, <laughs> like, sure, me and the other hundred thousand people you're writing oh. to. So, um, yeah, I, I, I guess I'm a little extra cynical about that, <laughs> about that one. <laughs> But, but what, what, what ticks me off though is that it's like these are hardcore salespeople, direct marketers yes. who totally get the power of conversational language, but they're abusing it. They're lying with it. I'm saying I also get the power of conversational language, conversational copywriting, but you can actually do it without being a jerk at the same I love it. time. You can be, you can be legitimate about it. And this is particularly important for any business where they, they work one on one with clients. So if you're a coach, you're a therapist, you're a consultant, you're a trainer. Um, you know, you, you, you're, you're going to be working with people one on one, like same with you, right? You work with your clients right. one on one. So when they, when they get to work with you, you want, 
the the you that they meet to be the same you that they met while you were marketing, right? You, you don't you don't want to be a jerk while you're marketing and then say, oh hey, forget about the me you saw in the marketing. I'm actually a nice guy. And now we're going to work right. together. That doesn't work. So so this is, I think, particularly important for any kind of business where you're selling a trust-based, relationship-based, one-on-one service. You, you've got to be honest and upfront and legitimate from the get-go, but you also want to sell. So that's what I, 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 I get, all these inquiries from people like, like, like coaches, therapists, trainers, counselors, saying, hey, I, I, I need to come over as being absolutely honest and open because I gotta, I've got to build trust with these people. I'm going to work with these people. But I'm kind of desperate because the way my marketing, my website is right now, I'm not selling anything because I'm kind of not selling. What can I do? And I say, well, lucky for you, you don't have to be the hard-charging salesperson. You can be a hard-charging conversational copywriter, not hard-charging, but yeah. you know what I mean? You, you can be persuasive as your real self so that when you then – Get that client. You start working with them. You st- you're the exact same person you were when you were selling to them. They still trust you. They recognize who you are. Fair enough. So before, one of my final questions is, is the why. Why do we want to do the conversational route versus the more salesy route? Are you saying, I mean, outside of like, it's more ethical that you are coming across as more transparent and more like yourself and you're not like pulling all these tricks, right? Um, are you saying it's more effective? conversationally or or what's the why nick fill us in i'm i'm saying that it's hey if if somebody said okay how much money nick can you make in the next 24 hours off this list i'd probably use traditional direct response it's a short game i'm going to push like crazy and maximize revenue for one week for what 24 hours at the end of that 24 hours that list will probably hate me and never want to hear me again because i've probably sent them six hard charging Mm -hmm. emails but I've maximized revenue in the short term. If my brief is not to make as much money as I possibly can in 24 hours, but to build a group of customers or clients who will stick with me for years, now I'm playing the long game. Truth. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do that other stuff. I'm gonna go it's, it's like I talked about earlier. Like, am I going for the one night stand or am I looking for a long-term relationship? If one night stand, I'm gonna do the direct marketing thing long-term relationship, which is ultimately a much, much bigger payday, it's just spread over time, then absolutely, I, I will challenge anyone to beat me by being conversational. Because by being conversation, but conversational, I'm building long-term trust-based relationships where people feel comfortable paying me over the long-term because they know I have their best interests at heart. They know I'm being honest and they trust my voice. I love it. I love it. And I also, just for the record, I also believe in the conversational sales thing. That's how I write my email. So I couldn't, I couldn't be a bigger proponent of what you are saying here, Nick. So. Well, why did you give me such a hard time then? Because I'm the host, Nick. Come on. <laughs> I'm the, I'm the I'm hard kidding. charging host I'm, and I had to get the answers I'm, from I'm, you. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I love it. I, I, I love that. I love the, I love the, the pushback. Actually, there's, there's nothing worse than a com- with a conversation where both people just keep agreeing with each other, you know, unreservedly. So. Yes, but I did like, um, I do believe in it enough what you're saying that I did have to do like a little, you know, asterisk at the bottom of our interview to let everyone know that I totally agree with Nick. So, you know, <laughs> all right, buddy, before I let you go, <laughs> that's, that's going to be a new thing. It is, you're gonna it write is. To me Every time I talk to you now, 
before, <laughs> before I let you go, I'm going to turn the time over to you. Please feel free to let the audience know anything maybe I forgot to ask you or any other points you want to make and anything else you want them to know. I think I, I think it's a simple test, uh, just to leave you with a test. If, if you ever ask yourself, hey, is this conversational? Just do that thing. Read it out loud. Read it out loud to your partner, to your mom, to your kids, whatever. If you feel embarrassed, it's probably not conversational. If it comes out weird, awkward, it's not conversational. If you trip over your own long sentences, it's not conversational. All right. It should, it should sound and feel just like you're talking to someone across the coffee, a kitchen table. So, so that, that I guess is the, the simplest tip I can give in terms of finding out more. Hey, if anyone's got follow up questions, feel free. Email me at nick at conversationalcopywriting.com. I will always answer emails. Uh, find out more. You can go to conversationalcopywriting.com. If you want a little download, some freebies, I've put together a page at conversationalcopywriting.com forward slash traffic. All right. So that is that that's where you can get a i've got a download guide there and a series of emails and hey i'm going to do a traditional direct response thing is i'm going to get your first name your email address i'm going to send you a sequence over four days of emails so you can look at that so i is i'm not throwing out what works but if you do if you sign up for that and you get your free download and your free videos and you read my emails i hope what you'll see is that I'm writing to you in a conversational tongue. I love it. I'm not being pushy. I'm not trying to manipulate you. I'm not trying to trick you. I'm not telling you the price is going to go up by 100% in 43 minutes unless you buy right now. <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, so lots of good. And I also have a blog on the website. I'm constantly blogging, so there's tons of free information there as well. I love it. I'm a fan already, Nick. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast. I really appreciate it. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for inviting me, and thanks for the great questions and the pushback. There you have it, folks. I know I say this every time. Another awesome episode of the Traffic and Leads podcast. Remember, if you're struggling with digital marketing, which I know you are because you're listening to a digital marketing podcast, which means you don't know absolutely everything. Am I right? Yes. You can either hire my firm, trafficandleads.com, to produce a never-ending stream of traffic and leads for your small business through digital marketing, or if you can't afford that or you don't even want to cross that bridge, but you're more interested in exploring the magic that is digital marketing on your own, you can go to trafficandleadsmembership.com and for $97 a month, we will help you through this maze of digital marketing. I will point you in a direction. We have hot seats. We have one-on-one -on -one calls. We have challenges. We have trainings. There is a lot going on out there. And we want to see you out there. Trafficandleadsmembership.com. And guess what? If you sign up before the end of December, you'll even get a really cool coffee cup. So yeah, why not? Right? A $97 coffee cup. Okay. That is my announcement for today. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast. I would sure appreciate it. And until next time, my name is One Click Lindsay with TrafficAndLeads.com, where the solution to your slow growth is just one click away. Mm -hmm.